Actors Talk Podcast, Episode 41. Welcome, everybody, to Actors Talk Podcast, Episode 41. Welcome and hopefully welcome back. My name is Tommy G. Kendrick. I am an Austin, Texas-based actor. I'm also the producer and host of our digital get-together. If you want to know a little bit more about me, please visit actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash TK, actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash TK. Make sure you visit that site for links about a lot of different aspects to the show that we have for you as episode 41, because they're all there at actorstalkpodcast.com. First, let me say that I'm delighted to have the folks at Audible once again as a sponsor for Actors Talk. For a special audiobook offer for my listeners, please go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Actors Talk. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Actors Talk. You must use that link, audiblepodcast.com forward slash Actors Talk for the special deal. So thank you so much. Episode 41 presents me with an opportunity to do something different because that's the film we're going to be focusing on in this episode. Something different. This is an independent film produced by a dynamic team of Houston, Texas area filmmakers, Trina Brown, LaMarcus Tinker, and Sean Johnson. Something Different is actually from the same basic team that produced a wonderful film last year called Down by the River. You can find uh, more about Down by the River because Sean Johnson was on as my guest for Actors Talk episode 14. So go to actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash 014, actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash 014, after you listen to this episode and you can hear the episode about Down by the River with Sean Johnson. If you're listening to this episode on your phone or your other mobile device, or maybe you're listening from shortfilmtexas.com, thank you so much to Short Film Texas for embedding the podcast. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. But if you're listening from one of those venues or from TuneIn or iTunes or wherever it is, I hope you will make your way over to the Actors Talk podcast Dot com website, become a subscriber, and then you'll never miss an episode with terrific film industry guests like director John Badham, that was my guest in the last episode, or like Trina Brown, LaMarcus Tinker, and Sean Johnson, who are with me for episode 41. Well, enough of all that. Let's get on to my interview with this really, really talented group of Texas-based filmmakers. And we're going to be talking about something different. I'm on the line with three terrifically talented people, two of whom uh, you as my audience have met before. That would be Sean Johnson and LaMarcus Tinker. They were both in an episode that we did back in, can you believe it's been so long? January 2013, we did a Google Plus Hangout. 
And then I first met Sean back in May of 2012 when we talked about a film called Down by the River uh, on episode 14 of Actors Talk. But now tonight, we're joined by Ms. Trina Brown, who is the matriarch of the family, if I've got that right. Trina, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Sean has been telling me I need to I need to get you on the podcast for quite some time, and I've wanted to do that, so I'm really happy that we have this opportunity. What we're going to be talking about in Maine tonight is a new film that you, Trina, wrote and directed with LaMarcus, a film called Something Different. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Where did you get the idea for the project, and why did you, you decide to do this film at this time? Okay, well, actually, the um, the project hits home for me um, with sickle cell uh, disease. And at this time, um, actually, we're in the month of September, and September is sickle cell month. So we try to, we, we actually strive um, to get the film uh, done by September so we can premiere it in September, you know, as a, you know, as something so that our sickle cell individuals can come and see and get hope and get fate and get coverage from it. So this film really hits home for me. Well, you've really gone gangbusters on this because it doesn't seem like so long ago that I saw you were just casting and trying to get into production. And here you've already got it ready for at least uh, one screening coming up at the end of September. So now I see what the what the time crunch was about. Now, Down by the River also had sickle cell as a major sort of component of that film. I don't even know to call it a disease, a disorder, or a condition. So educate me to some degree, if you can, about what sickle cell is and how it affects people. Okay, sickle cell um, blood disease has actually goes by two names, sickle cell disease and sickle cell anemia. It's a blood disorder that deforms the white blood cells. When it blocks the blood vessels, it cuts the oxygen off and it creates severe pains for the person who has the sickle cell disease. If you're a carrier of the trait, you normally don't have as many complications as sickle cell, which are some complications like severe pain crisis, almost a severe case of arthritis. That's basically what it feels like. You have the organ damage. And you have other things that goes along with that. And if you don't have a hematologist to actually treat your blood disorder, then you can possibly be in a very, very severe case. My assumption was that this was almost totally a problem in the African-American community. And it is a problem there, but it's not limited to the African-American community. You're right. It's actually uh, dominated in the Black Americans um, culture, but it is it, it does relate to Hispanics, and it has been found in the Middle Eastern culture as well. What is the status of sickle cell 2013 in terms of treatment? Is it more hopeful now than it was, say, 10 or 20 years ago? Does it mainly affect the young, or does it uh, does it go across the board age-wise? It goes across the board, and actually you're diagnosed with it at birth. It originates in Africa. In the United States, we're more kind of relaxed as far as sickle cell is concerned because we don't see See it as severe as those individuals over there see it. But there are certain things that, yes, it has changed in the last years. As far as the bone marrow transplant, that has been the potential cure for sickle cell disease now. And it's where you actually find a match, a perfect match. They actually donate their uh, bone marrow and they destroy the patient's own bone marrow and they have a surgery whereas that you can now produce healthy bone marrow. And once you do that, the patient um, actually is cured from the sickle cell disease and they've, they've been doing it for years now. And a lot of patients has had great results. 
When I see when you're talking about it like that, it it sounds really serious because now you're talking about the same kind of treatments that people are aware of for combating uh, various types of cancer or leukemia and things. Yes. And any immune system disease and any blood disease, they are actually going with bone marrow transplant. So now we have a little bit of background and we see why you would want to base a film uh, on this topic or, or make make this topic a component of a film, what's the story of Something Different? Something Different takes you through the journey of a teenager living with the disease on a daily basis. Assigned to a school project one day, he discovers a potential cure, and then he sets out to work his faith, hoping that one day he will become disease-free. It looks like this is sort of uh, a teenage-centered movie, because it takes place in a high school. Let's say on a given day, how many actors did you have working at one time in a classroom situation? We had about a good, as far as principal actors are concerned, I mean, any given day, you're talking eight to 10 people. So were these experienced actors? Did you have any challenges with that, with the number of actors you had to work at the same time and knowing that you're up against a time crunch production-wise because of money and because you're trying to get this film finished because you have a date certain that you need to be completed by? What were the challenges there working with your cast? We were fortunate enough to get blessed with the cast that may not have had a lot of film experience or in some of them have never done a feature film before, but they had the drive and the passion and the desire to, you know, really put forth the effort to learn the craft and to bring the characters to life. And we had several meetings. Of course, we did, you know, blocking rehearsals and things of that nature before we shot, which made it a lot easier on them. Um, As far as the time crunch, as you know, that there's a time crunch, whether you're on a small budget film or on a big budget film. So you kind of roll with the punches and take it as you know as it comes mm-hmm. but when you have a solid crew that is very experienced on every level things run very smoothly and it's all about communication and proper preparation we spent weeks in pre-production so we we came in with the plan at hand and, and for the most part we stuck to that plan and we made it happen well you really can't overstate the necessity and as you say no matter what the budget is but if you don't if you don't have money that can sort of cover up mistakes you really have to be you really have to be well organized and and plan in advance sean what was your role in the production of something different my role was i'm being a a co-executive producer with lamarcus and trina and just seeing the overall production through and uh, making sure that we still had the, the, the film value or the production value to sell this thing at the end of the day. Um, just overseeing that as well as the, as LaMarcus and, Sh- and uh, Trina, that was my uh, objective and my goal. For who, this. who went out and secured locations, for instance? Was that, did all of you do that? Or Sean, were you heavily involved in that? Or? Uh, Trina and LaMarcus was heavily, heavily involved with securing locations and locking down you know, locations and getting us in those locations that we need to, to enhance the film. What did you use for a classroom, Trina? Where did, did you shoot in an actual classroom or did you just have to dress a, a set that you found a room somewhere? How did that uh, work out? No, actually we did. We, we shot it at Magnolia High School. Was it middle school or high school, Marcus? It was um, high school. High was, school, yes, we did. Yes. Was, uh, now that was this summer, was, so school was out? Was that yep. how you were able to work that out? Yes, uh, school was out, and, and we want to definitely 
you know, send our appreciation out to the Texas Film Commission. Um, Heather Page is a good friend of ours, and we just want to, you know, show our appreciation to them and also Alfred Cervantes at the Houston Film Commission because they were very instrumental in helping us secure these locations, and we were very fortunate, as Trina and Sean said, uh, to lock down an actual high school, and we had the whole high school to ourselves. Oh, that's awesome. So just to remind you, I'm speaking with Trina Brown, LaMarcus Tinker, and Sean Johnson about their new film, Something Different. Since you're listening to a podcast, I'm going to guess that you are a fan of audiobooks. I certainly am. And I want to let you know about an offer for my listeners from Audible. Audible is the name that is synonymous with audiobooks. You go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash actors talk audiblepodcast.com forward slash actors talk. There's a special deal available there, which includes a free book download. Now it's only available at that link. Don't go directly to that audible site. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash actors talk. And that way, quite frankly, I get a little commission on the deal as well. And it helps fund uh, my work here at the Actors Talk podcast. You don't pay any more for your book than you would otherwise, but it helps us um, keep the lights on and, and keep me in microphones and recording gear. So I really appreciate it if you would do that. Let me recommend to you the book by John Batham, my guest on the previous episode, his book, John Batham on Directing, just an outstanding book for directors, filmmakers, actors of every level. John Batham on directing. Boy, he was a terrific guest, and I really, really, truly enjoyed reading his book. More in keeping with the theme of this show, I can highly recommend a book called Addicted to Mediocrity, 20th Century Christians and the Arts by Frankie Schaefer. Read that book. Gee, I must have read it 25 years ago, but it is a very important book for 20th century Christians, and it will really challenge you if you're a person of faith, and it will challenge you to to create excellent uh, art and excellence in the arts that you create and, and not settle for mediocrity. It's a wonderful book, and it should be in your library if, as I say, you're a person of faith and in the arts. And if you're a beginning actor, I most highly recommend One Less Bitter Actor by Actor and acting teacher, Marcus Flanagan. That's a book that I've been recommending for a couple of years, and it uh, is a great, great book. Boy, it will save you a lot of time and headaches if you're a beginning actor. One Less Bitter Actor by Marcus Flanagan. All those books are available at audiblepodcast.com forward slash actors talk. Audiblepodcast.com forward slash actors talk. Those titles are over 100,000 others are at your beck and call. So please check that out. Now let's get back to my interview with uh, LaMarcus Tinker, with Sean Johnson, and of course with Ms. Trina Brown. Trina, when did you write the script? I wrote the script uh, in July. June, July, I was finished. June, yes. I was finished. Okay, yeah. so, so you, you, guys, you guys don't waste any time. Because <laughs> oh. you know, Tommy, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it, especially with the independent filmmaking, it's... It sent us to hurry up and wait business. We yeah. try to take advantage of every opportunity that we get. And so that was one of our goals. When we have something, when, we have, when we're ready to film, we just try to film as fast as possible because everything changes so quick in the market. So, right. you know, by us being our own, I guess our own small small studio, we just, we just want to make those decisions as quick as possible and run. Who is the market for this film, guys? Definitely. Like you said, it was, it's, it's definitely the teenage high school market. Um, faith and family definitely plays a role in it. 
would this film sort of fit into what we would call either a faith-based film or a redemptive film, or is it something a little bit off from that? Where where would it fit in the in the market? Definitely a faith-based based uh, film because it's actually um, it relates to I would say primarily Christians who have the faith enough to believe God for their healing and actually you know to to, to provide hope. But the, other, the entire audience is those who are challenged with an illness, who, who is looking for um, a way of escape or some other type of method in helping them, you know, have a quality of life in the, you know, the, the problem that they're having in their health. So it sounds like there's an inspirational component to how the story plays out. Yes. Do you guys have, as part of your production entity, and you have several different uh, production uh, entities that you sort of work together through each of you, do you have your own equipment? Do you lease equipment? What do you do in, in terms of your camera gear, your lenses, and that to make it a cost-effective situation for doing these low-budget films that you do quickly? Well, we we do own a majority of our equipment. Uh, we do tend to... Uh, rent lights from Light Tech, which is a great company here in Houston uh, that's available for independent filmmakers and really every level of filmmaking. Um, but besides that, we actually own all of our equipment. Is, does that include your lenses as well? Yes, it includes our lens. From time to time, we will rent a lens or two right. from Light Tech or from a different company, but majority of our equipment we own now are you in terms of your camera equipment are you shooting on like canon dslrs are you shooting on a red camera one of the very stripes of that or what what's your gear we're shooting on the Canon DSLRs, the 75D cameras. Don't we live in a great time where, you know, people like you and people like me can get out and not have to wait for somebody to give us permission yes. to make a film? We, yeah. we can get out there if we have the talent, uh, which you guys have, to the ability to create stories and then not only just create stories and then shop it around and try and get somebody to, to give you permission to make it or to do what they will with your story. But now you can take your story and make it into a film and in this case you've done it very very quickly five ten years ago that would have been impossible impossible this, the, these times now with the independent filmmaking the things that we could do will be dreamed upon 10 15 years ago i mean we literally could do whatever we want to do as far as you know whatever a studio could give us because we have those 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 opportunities now with the cameras and the cannons and to the to the reds and different lenses and all that good stuff i even saw a black swan the other day that was filmed on a 7d and a 5d mark ii just that film alone and so with these with these powerful technologies that's coming out i mean we we just have no limit to what we could do well, Trina, how is this your first feature that you've had a hand in directing? This is actually the first one. How did Not how did first. <laughs> <laughs> how did you and Lamarcus split up the duties on directing so that it was efficient and so that you didn't step on each other's toes or have any kind of conflicts? How did you how did you work that out? Well, as Lamarcus said in pre-production, as uh, we were planning during those weeks. You know, we would go over the script and I would just actually tell him if I had to film that day because I'm actually acting in it. Um, so I actually kind of related to him what I wanted to see. And then when he, you know, when we were on set, then it, it just came together. So we didn't bump heads at all. Right. Did, did you did you have any kind of conversation of, I'm you know, I'm going to handle performance, I'll handle camera moves or anything? Or did or was it more fluid than that? 
Um, actually, uh, Devin Brown, who was the um, VP on the film, uh, him and Lamarcus had um, time to sit down and uh, pre-plan on that. So they all they actually came up with the shots and how they wanted to see it, and then we'll go discuss it. And then if you know if there was something that I had to add. You know, I would do so. Well, now a time time out. Who was that you just mentioned? Uh, Devin Brown. He's, oh, that, he's a director that, of photography. That's another Brown. Am I am I sensing yeah. another family relation? Yes, here? that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there any end to your family? <laughs> well, no, we got one more that's coming up. He's thirteen years old, so we're getting him ready now. <laughs> yeah, time, everyone's getting recruited over here. Oh man, <laughs> I'm going to change my name to Brown. I need more work. <laughs> 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 he's, at a, he's at um, the Art Institute of Houston, so he'll be graduating oh. in March two, 2014. Oh, man, it's too bad you guys don't have any talent in the family. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, it's so sad. It's such a sad story. My goodness. Well, I do have one real complaint for you guys, and that's mm -hmm. I, I, want, I want you to do SAG after films so you can hire this old guy here to, to work with you. Because <laughs> I, yes, we do. <laughs> well, we, well, go ahead, well, Go ahead. No, go ahead, Sean. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, well, you know, I, I totally agree with you 100% and we all do. Uh, actually, Love Poem of 400, which is the two scripts that Sean wrote uh, that we'll be directing together and Sean will actually be starring in, those two films are actually SAG after films. They're going to be SAG-based uh, films. Awesome. Bayou City is an actual SAG uh, web series pilot type situation that we're going to be, you know, of course, pitching to the networks or what have you. So those right. projects are actually SAG projects. Super, super. Well, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear that, you know, because, uh, you know, it, uh, so also also boys down here in the, in, in these right to work states that are uh, that are guild members have it tough sometimes. But uh, but I'd love to work with you guys sometime. I, I really mean that. I said it jokingly, but I but, uh, you know, I'm pitching myself for a job here. I'm, 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 I'm groveling. So. We would love to have you for sure. <laughs> yes. up, be in contact. Hey, let's talk about your screening on September 30th. Tell me about that. This for oh. something different. Is this uh, is this w when the film will premiere? Yes, it will premiere September 30th at the Cinemark Theater here in Cypress, Texas, off of 290. Uh, it will be at 7 p.m. You can, you know, tickets are on sale on somethingdifferentfilm.com uh, for all those who are interested in coming out. Uh, we're expecting a very big crowd, and so we're asking everyone, you know, to please buy your tickets in advance um, so that you make sure that you're guaranteed a spot. And depending on what we do there, we may actually travel with it just like we traveled with down by the river um, and do different premieres in different cities. So we're really excited about September 30th um, and we're looking forward to seeing everybody that comes out. How much your tickets? Tickets are $10 uh, before September 23rd, uh, but after September 23rd, they do go up uh, to $12 a piece, uh, and they can still be purchased online at that time or at the door. The only thing about coming at the door is that they're, you know, they're not guaranteed a spot, so uh, we strongly suggest going online and purchasing your tickets. Now, just for the folks listening that didn't get that address, it's somethingdifferentfilm.com, but don't worry, you don't have to write it down because if you go to actorstalkpodcast.com, I'll have show notes there that will have links 
to all of this. There'll be links to information about uh, Trina, about Sean, about LaMarcus, about the film, something different. We'll have uh, make sure that we have a link to the website and information on how to get tickets for the September 30th, 2013 screening, 7 p.m. in Cypress, Texas at the Cinemark Theater. So we'll have all that there at actorstalkpodcast.com. So don't don't worry. If you can get there to that website for the podcast, you can find all of these links and uh, find out how to buy your tickets. So we want to make sure you get the tickets early because it is a theater and, you know, they can't bring in extra seats. Once they're gone, they're gone. And, uh, and I know you want to be a part of this event. Well, is there anything else we need to make sure we talk about on this project? Something different? Tell me who the cast is. Who are the, who are the main uh, players? We want to give those uh, uh, guys, and I don't know if they're, I assume there may be some females in the cast as well. Give them a shout out. Who, who are your main cast members? Our lead is Dominique McCargo. He plays Corey. Our other lead is Rochelle Ojeda. She plays Karen. Bradley Smith, he plays Kevin. And of course, save the best for last, it's Trina Brown who plays Miss Fortune, who is Corey's mom in the film. Golly, Trina, you're just going to do everything? <laughs> I'm getting old here. I have to, I have to take two. Now, Trina, do you have a background in acting? I know you have an extensive background in in writing. Or have you been acting for a while? I've been. I well, actually, I come from um, the stage performances uh, for ten years. And every now and then, like in Consequences, the short film that we did, every now and then, I would just go ahead and show my face and do something. But I felt real strong to uh, to to be in, in in something different. Well, I've I've seen the the trailer, of course, and you look great on the film, and you, it looks like you did a terrific job. So you know this this talent that you guys have runs deep, and uh, you know you have a you have a lot of ability there. It's obvious to see. I look forward to seeing something different, and I want to thank Trina Brown who wrote Thank and you. co-directed something different. Uh, Sean Johnson, who was executive producer. Is that right, Sean? I don't want to short you on the credit. Yes, there. Sir. Yes, sir. Executive producer of something different. LaMarcus Tinker, who was probably also a producer and I was also a co-director of mm-hmm. the film. And I want to thank you guys so much. You know, I, I got really lucky, Trina, uh, because I met Sean, like I say, back in probably May of 2012, met as we're doing here. I've, I've never met any of these, uh, either of the guys in, in person, unfortunately. But uh-huh. I saw a trailer for Down by the River on Facebook. And I have a real desire through my podcast to give a leg up to independent filmmakers and especially to actors who are out there trying to make work for themselves. I know how tough it is and to to encourage people not to sit around and wait for the phone to ring, but to get out there and uh, and make projects and make work. And I, and I see that in Sean and in LaMarcus and in you. And I really, really uh, appreciate that. I uh, salute that. And I want to encourage anybody listening to do the same thing. And that's why I like to talk to you guys uh, is because it's so encouraging, I think, to other people who have talent and who need to realize they don't have to sit and wait for someone to give them permission to express that talent. They can get out there and, and make, make the work themselves. So Thank you, Tommy. Thank right. you, Tommy. All right. Take care, guys. We'll talk soon. Okay. okay. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once again, it was such a pleasure to speak with Sean Johnson, LaMarcus Tinker. I've been privileged to be in the audio company at least of those guys a couple of times and i really enjoy talking with them what a creative group and to add to the mix now miss trina brown what a delight trina you are a dynamic 
person, a writer, director, actor. There's nothing these guys and gal don't do. What a talented, talented family. Really, really do um, want to support them in every way possible. They're out of the Houston, Texas area again. And please don't forget, if you're listening to this episode prior to September 30th, 2013 go to actorstalkpodcast.com slash 41 that's where you can find this episode it'll take you directly there actorstalkpodcast.com slash 41 and if you're listening before september 30th 2013 you can find links there to their website and how to buy tickets to the premiere of something different oh you know i almost forgot i think last time i mentioned i was headed off to do a web series and man, I had a blast. What a, what a great time. Worked on a web series produced by an actor, director, writer uh, named Grayson Berry, also out of the Houston area. And the web series is called Westish. It's a comedy western web series, and I have a recurring regular role on that. And I can't say, uh, I can't say enough about it. What a great experience. We, we shot on a, a red scarlet, I believe. And so the images were incredible. We shot in a terrific uh, town in Bernie, a western town there. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes because it was such a, such a great place to shoot. Westish. Look for information on Westish coming up soon. Well, that's enough of all that business. Thank you so much for being here for Actors Talk Podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you in the movies. This is Tommy G. Kendrick saying God bless you all. And uh, we'll see you. Take care.